beauty business babe. My name is Kelly Callahan. I'm a corporate dropout turned beauty business CEO. I started my journey seven years ago with the last $2,000 in my pocket and a huge vision to succeed. Since then, I've been able to grow my small mobile spray tanning business into a half a million dollar international business. I'm here to share my knowledge so you too can create more income and have more freedom. Because if I can do it, I know that you can do it too, sis. Let's get glowing. Hello, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Based Podcast. This is your girl, Kelly Callahan. And today I am so excited to talk about something that I've been meaning to record for a long time and just haven't, especially after Slay the Spray. Like I really wanted to talk about this because I was told I'm crazy and that people didn't understand why I was doing this and all of the beautiful things that you hear, all of the opinions that you hear. And I think it's really, really valuable to be able to share my story a little bit about why I work with competitors. (laughs) Dun, 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 the evil word, competitors. First off, before I dive into this, I want to say that having competition is healthy. It shows that what you are doing, the products and services that you're offering is in demand because if you have no competitors, maybe that business idea that you're doing really isn't a great idea, right? So it validates, having competitors validates the fact that we are working, we're doing a good job, we're in a place where people actually want this particular product or service and that's good. I think that's a great thing, all right? So ah, there's such like weird energy around this kind of thing, like talking about competitors, talking about people who offer the same types of products and services as you do and maybe they're nearby you, it can feel a little uncomfortable. And I know that in the beginning when I first started my business, this was definitely something I struggled with. Like I really struggled with the fact that I felt like I had to compete against, you know, the few people that were in San Diego at the time. But when I started getting grounded into entrepreneurship and into what I was doing and became more confident in what I was doing, I realized that all I had to focus on was me my business, and my clients. I did not have to focus on all of the other things that were going on in anybody else's world because that was really like none of my business. And while I do recommend when you first start a business or start a new venture, it's good to kind of check out the competition, see what they're charging, see what they're offering, kind of get a feel because this is how you learn what you want to include in your business and maybe what you don't want to include in your business. Obviously, never, ever, ever copy, but it's good to have an idea of what you're getting yourself into because most likely you've never done anything like that before. So it's good to get an idea of the market and see like what people are doing. However, when you take this beyond the beginning stages of your business and you become a freaking stalker and you start stalking all these people and looking constantly at what they're doing like I was in the beginning because I was so scared to lose my business, It really gave me, and I'm sure if you're doing this, it gives you a bad feeling. You could feel it in your stomach. You could feel it in your chest. It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good, right? So when I started feeling these feelings, when I was doing my little stalking, I would tell myself, okay, 
I'm aware of how I'm feeling in my body right now. So I need to do something different, something more productive, something that's going to help me elevate my vibe as opposed to diminish my vibe. So I stopped looking at what everybody else was doing and I really tried my best to put my laser focus blinders on and just focus in on how I could create a better experience for my clients and for myself. Like what creative points in my like self could I bring out to create a better experience for my clients in my business and the people that I was working with and all of these stuff, all of these things. So when I started doing that and when I started shifting from a place of trying to look outwards to a place of really tapping inwards and saying like, what can I do to make this a better experience for my clients? Then magic started happening. One, I felt so much better about not looking at other people's stuff and like comparing myself and doing all of these negative like things that were coming up for me. Like I just, ugh, it didn't feel good. So I was so happy to be able to let that go. And also it helped me save that energy and refocus it into something more productive, which was figuring out packages, memberships, creating a really memorable experience for my clients that were coming into the salon, for example, right? So I just even feel better just like talking about this because it's something that I don't think a lot of people talk about. Like I was definitely the girl that was like obsessively stalking and it just feels so good to be able to let that go and have enough confidence in myself to say, you know what, I can create from a place of authenticity. I don't have to worry about anybody. Nobody's taking anything from me. I can stop this fight and flight like type of situation that I was in, just like stressed. And I could really just focus in on what feels good and what feels aligned with my soul. So I hope that really helps you because I do get a lot of DMs from people saying like, hey, I'm struggling with competition or a competitor said X, Y, or Z about me or I did this or I did that. So I wanted to use this platform to be able to help you navigate through those times because I know how heart-wrenching some of that stuff can be. And it's really unnecessary because if we all just focused on ourselves, focused on our clients, and really came from a place of um, authenticity and intention, like good intentions from us, there's no way that we can lose in this game, right? There's no way that we can lose in business if we are truly trying our best to be our best. So I want to share a little story with you guys because I'm sure that some of you guys have experienced something like this before. And this is one of the stories that was brought up to me um, via DM and I just thought it was like very interesting and it's just eye-opening to see how this happens, not only in like, not only in just one industry, it happens in all industries, okay? So Don't feel alone and don't feel threatened. Don't feel bad if this happens to you, although I know like it's easier said than done, but have an awareness to why this might happen and then let's shift our energy into something more productive. So one of my uh, good friends named Rochelle, she, and I'm just making up a name by the way, (laughs) Rochelle, we'll call her Rochelle. She reached out to me and she was like, hey, you know, I just went to a pop-up And I was promoting, you know, my spray tanning salon and I was meeting everybody there and I went from booth to booth to booth and I noticed that one of the girls in one of the booths was offering um, 
you know, permanent jewelry. And so I was telling her about my business and my salon and so excited and she was so nice and it was so great. And then I told her that I actually had just bought a permanent jewelry um, machine and I, I was gonna do that and I was gonna offer it and I wanted to see how she enjoyed it. But as soon as I mentioned that, she completely just went bold face and just was not nice. <laughs> so how do you handle those types of things? <sighs> the fact that this happened in person too, like so you could see the mannerisms, you could see like all of the type of like body communications and all of these things from this person is so interesting to me because, you know, I feel like I, I may have been that person at one point, like very protective over my business. And while I never did anything like this, it was something that was interesting to me because it does happen. Whether it happens on social media, whether it happens in person, you can feel vibes off of people, right? So the fact that this person shifted so quickly and was so, so nice and then was not so nice after she told her that she was offering a same service, I really don't think is fair. And my mindset on this and my mindset on competitors is that we all have free will and we all have a God-given ability. We all have a God-given ability to be able to do whatever it is that we want. We are all equally deserving so long as we're doing things right, morally right, and not like stealing from anybody, not hurting anybody. I believe that we all have the right to do whatever it is that we want at any point in time, no matter who's doing what, when, and where as long as we're doing it with great intentions, all right? So when I was able to shift from this space of like, oh, I'm protecting my business and protecting myself because nobody's gonna steal this from me, I worked so hard for it, yada, 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 to a place of she is deserving. She is as equally as deserving as I am. This really helped me identify that by being in this position, now I was truly in a position to really help empower other women because what I see a lot is women wanting to empower other women so long as they're not competitors, right? So if you're truly about helping other women, if, if you're truly about helping empower other women, it's important that you realize where your blocks are and where maybe you have that boundary, right? Let me say this too. You do not have to support every woman on this earth, okay? You don't have to support and get along with every single person. If you are not aligned with a person, if you don't find that what they're doing is right, or if you just aren't about that person, that's okay. But it is not in our place to take away from that person or try to say, you know, diminish them, diminish their light. It's not our place to do that. It's not our place to talk crap about that person. It's not our place to feel bad towards this person. It's as easy as just getting rid of that person in your like vision. So by unfollowing, by moving on with your life, by never talking about them, you're still in a good position because one, you're not taking away from them and diminishing their light. And two, you can still empower the women that you feel fully aligned with, okay? So I hope that makes sense. Hey, beauty business babe, have you thought about starting your very own spray tanning business? Or perhaps you've thought about bringing in spray tanning to your already existing beauty business. I wanna help you do that. 
go to freespraytantraining.com to get your free 90-minute intro to sunless training. This is going to teach you all of the juicy details about how you can start your very own spray tanning business or bring in spray tanning to your already existing menu. Go to freespraytantraining.com. I can't wait to see you guys there. After I did slay the spray, a lot of people were telling me that I was crazy for having people as sponsors that were direct competitors of mine. And I wanted to talk about this because I think that mindset is interesting. I'm sure you guys have probably heard of having an abundant versus scarcity mindset. And while there are times where I find myself being pulled into the scarcity mindset, my life and my mentality normally lies in the abundant mindset. So an abundant mindset means that you see expansion and growth within yourself. Um, You're not like worried about anyone taking away from you. You just see the opportunities. You see that they're endless. Like you have a really strong mindset that there's enough to go around. Whereas a scarcity mindset is somebody who is protective like I was, who is protective over their business like I was when I was younger, or who thinks that there's not enough to go around or thinks that somebody's always constantly trying to take from them or perhaps that they'll never get into like the financial space that they want to. Like there's a constraint there, right? There's a feeling, there's an energy here in scarcity mindset compared to the abundant mindset. And from my experience, a lot of people flow in between the two, right? But for me, I personally try my best to become aware of my thoughts so that way I do not stay in that scarcity mindset should I get into that zone. So I really try my best to think that there's limitless potential for myself regardless of what anybody else says, has, or does, okay? So when it came to Slay the Spray and me inviting my direct competitors like AU, uh, Sun of Smile, uh, the Sunless Store, Sun of Tan was there, um, I don't know, everybody that was there is basically a direct competitor of mine <laughs> with the exception of Sunny Honey Apparel. Uh, everybody else was really like a direct competitor. They sold solution or they did trainings or they did both. Like they did very similar or do very similar things that, that I do. And for me, it wasn't a matter of like feeling weird about inviting these people because one, the people that were there, most of them I have already created a relationship with. So we had some sort of connection before they went to Slay the Spray. I knew them. I liked them. I was aligned with them. I was really like interested in helping them grow their business. They're interested in in supporting me too. So it's like a mutually beneficial combination of two people, two businesses coming together to really elevate each other, right? So the way that I saw that when I was creating this uh, sponsorships was that I really wanted to work with people that I was aligned with, that I love, that I wanted to truly, genuinely help. And I hope that all of the sponsors there at Slay the Spray really got out of it what they wanted. Um, And I know that it put them in front of a lot of people that maybe didn't know about them before. So I think that with that and with, with them supporting Slay the Spray, it was, again, a mutually beneficial collaboration. And so that's really when what you want to look for when it comes to like competitors 
is know that you don't have to do what I did and invite all of your competitors to like be a part of something, right? If that doesn't align with you, that that doesn't feel good, you know, ask yourself like, why am I feeling this way? Can I change my perspective from maybe more from a scarcity mindset to an abundant mindset? How would it feel to actually work with people? And that's like one of the things that I look for like in myself is when I talk to somebody or when I invite them to be a part of Slay the Spray, for example, how am I feeling towards this person? Do I feel like really good in their presence? Do I feel like I trust them? Do I feel like they're a friend of mine? And if so, like I do work with them. If I don't feel that way, I am okay with that and I don't work with them any further or I just don't work with them, period. And it's not like a conversation I even have to have with somebody. If it doesn't align, it just doesn't align. It doesn't work out, right? And that's okay. I've learned to be okay with that because I used to feel really bad about not working with certain people and working with other people, but it's just like with any type of group of relationships that you have, whether it's family or friends, you have to discern who fits in and who does not fit in. And again, that doesn't mean that you have to have a harsh conversation with anybody. It just means that you set boundaries for yourself or maybe you're not in the presence of that person for you know, a long time or whatever, whatever the case is. Everybody's so different, right? So the same thing goes with competition. If I don't feel good in their presence or I don't feel like it just connects well, I will not be a part of that. However, I don't care if you offer the same exact programs and solutions and whatever. I don't care if you offer the same exact thing to your clients. I'm open to working with you if I feel like you're a good person and if I feel good in your presence, because if I don't, then there's a little bit of friction there, right? So don't feel like you have to work with everybody or like all your competitors, but I think it would be nice to be able to have a conversation with people who are competitors of yours because you never know what kind of like friendships you build because of that. You never know how you both can grow because of that. I've seen partnerships happen and, and like somebody that comes up to mind is Pamela Price. She is our master spray tan trainer at Spray Tan Class and she has literally hired her students, okay? So she trains students that are in her vicinity, like within miles or blocks away from her. She trains them in spray tanning. And in a couple of cases, she's actually hired them or she's collaborated with them. She started a business with one of them. Like there's so much opportunity in collaborating. It's like not even funny, but we have to be open to it and we have to genuinely be okay with it because Kelly back when she started was not okay with collaborating that much. I was still in my scarcity mindset, not believing fully in myself and all of these mindset things that I had to personally work through in order to get to that space of being able to open up and share and be a part of other people's lives that were direct competitors of mine. So I don't want you to feel any type of way about this conversation like I don't want you to feel bad if you're like how old Kelly was and you're feeling like that scarcity mindset. I don't want you to feel bad about that because I think it's very, very common and I just don't think people talk about it like straight up. People talk to me about it, but people don't talk about it out loud, right? They don't tell other people how uncomfortable it is to have direct competitors. And I hope that this episode has maybe helped you shift some of those mindset 
um, blocks that you might have right now so that way you can hopefully elevate baby steps, right? Baby steps. Maybe the first thing that you do after this episode is start becoming aware of your thoughts. So when you see a competitor or hear about a competitor and you feel that icky feeling in your belly or in your throat or wherever it is, hopefully at that point in time, you say, hey, self, why are you feeling this way? Do you think something's happening where it's like fight and flight mode and you have to like protect yourself because something bad is going to happen? Okay, just kind of release that, be aware of it, say this is okay that I'm feeling this way at this moment in time, but I would like to release this feeling. And when you intentionally do this over and over again, it really, really makes it easier the more that you do this. So it's like a muscle. The more that you practice awareness, the more that you practice being able to identify what that feeling is, sitting in that feeling for a moment, saying it's okay, you're safe, Kelly, allowing yourself to release and let go of that feeling and also replacing that feeling or that thought with another thought, like she is deserving of having her own business, for example. This process becomes super easy, and subconscious once you make it a habit, all right? So I hope this helps you. I love you guys long time, and I'll see you guys on the next episode of Beauty Business Podcast. Hey, beauty business babe. You know it's not fair to keep all of the juicy secrets yourself. If you think that this episode is going to help a friend, a colleague, somebody in your life, please share this episode with them. Aside from that, I would love to see you and connect with you on Instagram. Make sure you screenshot this episode and share it on your Instagram stories. Make sure to tag me at I am underscore Kelly Ann so I can repost it. Thank you so much for sharing your love, your gratitude, and your support with me.